Hey, now we're two minutes to the top of the hour. Before I bring my guest, I would like to tell everyone that when you listen to these questions, when you enjoy the conversation, everything that goes on, just take it as though you're doing it yourself. So, who's coming on board? Her name is Ashley. Ashley Egbo. Shout out to Ashley because she's doing amazing things with YouTube. Go follow her channel. There's so much you can learn. She's going to ask me a lot of questions. I'm going to ask her a lot of questions. We're just going to go back and forth for about 30 minutes and then see how it goes. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited. So stay tuned. Keep it locked. And don't forget to check out playink.online. You know, there's so much going on. There's a fashion show coming up. I'm excited for Houston next month. You know, there's so much to look forward to. So, shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to the world. If you're listening to me from any part of the world right now, thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, after this, there's also going to be some other episodes for you to check out because today's Tuesday. And you know what that means. The episode series continues. So we're going to call Ashley right now. And when we do call her, you guys just pay attention to everything. And I'm so excited because this is actually the first official interview that's being held like this. So I'm going to give her a call. We're all going to be here. So pay attention. Pay attention. Three, two, one, let's go. Hey. Hey, Ashley, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm great. It's so good to hear from you. Atlanta is really, really great. Popping. So much is popping. Yeah, for real. How's Houston? It's, it's same, same. Houston is the same. Okay. I'm definitely going to be out there. <laughs> Speaking when? of, I'm coming back there on the second week of February. Like, you're moving back or you're just coming to visit? I'm just coming to visit. Oh, how long are you going to be here? I decided to be there for a week. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so you're not even going to come for wedding? That's what I'm coming for. So oh, I'm going to... the second week, not the first week. You no, know, the second. Yeah, that Valentine's oh, okay, week. Okay, The whole week that I'll be there sense. from okay. Tuesday. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's going to be a party. For real. <laughs> That's crazy. So I was like, when we spoke the last time and I knew you wanted to do YouTube, first of all, I've subscribed to your channel. I love, yeah. yeah, I love the look, the feel. Like it's very, it's very, it's you. You know, like I can yeah. see, I can see how much yeah. effort you're putting in, and I want yeah. you to just tell everybody what you do and what inspired you to do all this. Um, I think I I, I posted a video of like a get to know me tag and one of the questions was that you know like why was I inspired to be 
YouTube and I didn't think anything of YouTube until I was in college and I was, you know, starting to think about moving back, uh, not moving back, but moving to a different country, different continent, like just being around different people, a different culture. And um, Australia was in my mind. It was the only thing I was thinking about. It was the only thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to be Australia. I like, I absorbed as much as I could about the culture. And I found that the best way to like learn more, not just about the research and the law and all the geographical, you know, aspects of it, but also as far as like the culture goes and the people and like the lifestyle was YouTube. I started watching videos and then I found out about vlogs because I was like, what is a vlog? Like, I didn't even understand. And at the time, I was just watching anything. I didn't really like understand YouTube in the way that I understand it now as far as like all the background work, all the equipment, all the creativity that goes into YouTube. Like people hire people for their YouTube channel, like to help with their graphic design, to help with their intro videos, to help with music, to help with editing. Like there's so much about YouTube that I didn't even know when I first started watching it. And then from that like love affair with getting to know Australia and like the Australian people and the accents and the lifestyle and all that stuff through YouTube, I ventured off into like, you know, watching makeup tutorials. And then I really got into like watching people clean. And then I realized like, oh my God, I started to realize a lot about myself by the videos I was watching. Um, mm. There was a lot of things that I didn't know about myself until like I would go to my history and I'd be like, oh, there's a lot of clean with me, where there's a lot of cook with me, where there's a lot of organized with me. And I started to realize that I'm drawn to things that um, are very homely, domestic. I like to say, I like to say I'm a domestic princess. But anything that has to do with, you know, cultivating a home, I am also a cancer, so we are homebodies and we love creating and, you know, trying to build like a space that we can call home no matter where we go. So, yeah. I found that YouTube um, was great for that. It helped me tap into that and I was I think you know that was I don't even know how many years ago um and so now after like being and living in Australia and coming back and going through a lot of challenges and all those things I'm like you know what it would be great to start a YouTube channel right now when I don't have anything you know on my plate like I could you know you know my story about yeah all this stuff and so I've been just trying to, while I'm waiting to, you know, take the boards again and all that stuff, I have this free time. And I've never had this free time, and that was always my excuse. And so mm. now that I have this free time, I'm like, what what excuse do I have? Oh, I don't have a camera. Oh, I don't have lights. Okay, well, then how are you going to start? you got to start somewhere. And so I think it's intimidating because the YouTubers I'm watching now are very, like, advanced. And I think that I have to be like that to be a YouTuber, but I forget that they too started with just their cell phone or with their Mac or with their laptop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That's great because definitely when you look at YouTube creators now, they take into consideration what they have with them as equipment because they know people are going to watch. And now YouTube is turned into a studio. It's not just a video um, watching platform. You can play games right. on YouTube. So 
people right. subscribe on YouTube for yes. you know so like a Netflix now. So yes, it's, it's like a Netflix, right? Right. People watch exactly. Yeah, Right. Yeah. And you know, back in the day, I remember how, like, back in 2016, I remember doing a YouTube series with a radio personality. Shout out to Maria. Um, she's in Nigeria and she was on Beat FM. And we did like a whole YouTube series about literally in a restaurant, she was interviewing comedians and celebrities from Nigeria. And we went to a TV station and we pitched it to them one of the big ones and they wanted the idea but they didn't want to credit us so i was like no and she was definitely not with it and then i was thinking of for season two we now bump it up and go to their houses and do like like you know in my crib and everything like that and that was what i was thinking but i had to leave the country and i came to i came to the u.s and and then she also moved on with stuff but i could see what could happen so if, right, you can see that potential. Exactly, yeah. and we didn't have YouTube TV back then. So imagine now, you can literally pitch it to YouTube, Netflix, wherever you yeah. want to go, and you just build yeah. a whole series for yourself. It is a, oh, a full channel, right. Like, right? And then people can like, see your growth. Issa Rae. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when Issa Rae was on YouTube, and that's all I knew about. Okay, that she, my girl, and now the girl is living her best life just straight from youtube wow so. and it's crazy how youtube works because now i'm able to see how it works from somebody that can monetize their youtube account because i also um do brand consulting and i also manage accounts mm-hmm. too so i've seen this there's one client that has um youtube instagram and facebook verified to the point where i can now be able to monetize the youtube videos and i've seen it on my the time i posted one of the videos i went on my phone to test it and i was i literally clicked on the video and said non-skippable ads so that means any ad that you watch on youtube they they they, yeah they can't skip it and they did that on purpose and that's great because exactly they do because you you can't make money from youtube ads until the video is finished so if you can't skip it it's gonna finish and when it finishes that's a check so that's how it works so people okay so that okay so for example if i'm watching a video and they have like you know because nowadays they do two ads back to back right and one ad would be like either both of them are skippable or one will be skippable so basically, the one that you know gets you to count down to like five, four, three, two, one, and you skip it, you don't make any money from that, even if you watch five seconds of it. You're not gonna get much value for it because they're trying to find the top buyer. So the top buyer is the person that finishes the ad. Like when you watch on TV, you can rewind. You know, back in the day, you know now you can pause TV, you can record. But the concept yeah. of how ads used to run back then on TV was that ad had to finish because whoever paid for that space paid for that time so you use that same concept but now you use that concept on a platform that you can be able to manually put in that data and then from there you can decide okay i'll let it skip or i don't want anybody to skip this ad and whoever is going to watch it the suggestions that come before and after your video they matter because whoever is putting ads in that space you keep that's why you keep seeing ads that relate to you or relate to something you talked about or your food or product that you talked about it could be anything and by the time you're doing that you are building a fortress 
and wow. that and that just creates a space that people don't even know that they're enjoying your videos and it doesn't have they're to enjoying be your videos. Yeah. right and it doesn't have to be long because i realize if the average person watches youtube videos for at least three four minutes and that that exact time is literally spent watching a music video because that's what most people do so if if your video is 30 minutes long it's either people are going to go to exactly where they want to go or if they're really really just they can skip skip. really into your video yeah correct but you want to catch them at the top so if you have a four minute clip talking about food talking about anything hair products and you're doing all that in four minutes everybody's going to watch that video in four minutes and re- and you can still put that on instagram as a tv version and you can put like two minutes of that right you can put yeah. two minutes of that because igtv gets more organic and more views faster than or um, just normal videos because it's a new platform and it's not an algorithm that has been not let's not say tampered with but more like altered so you can be able to use both to your advantage but you can you can't promote instagram videos but you can promote posts so so do like a 30 second like a 30 second ad before you know it people are going to click on the link and it's it's going to go straight to your youtube and a great platform for you is blogging because you said vlogs blogging is like the it's like the mother Yeah. And that's one of my struggles. Okay. With blogging, you don't have to write. You just and even writing a description for a YouTube video is overwhelming at times. I'm like, what I feel do you. I say? <laughs> <laughs> so blogging is like for, I think if I do blogging, I would definitely need to hire somebody. And then it's like, what's the point? You know, like unless I really tap into that, you know, writing. I know you don't have to be perfect at writing, but I do know that a lot of blogging is talking your audience yeah the thing about blogging the thing about blogging pretty much is it's like even a website that doesn't need a blog has a blog because Mm. that blog is data that people put to describe what their business is about which people can search on google and when they search on Google, okay. they get more relevant. And when they get more relevant, okay. you can go on google.com forward slash trends and put up any fashion or any cooking site or anything that relates to what you do and see what people are typing to find the right keywords. And those keywords, you add them into your blog. And then you also, yeah. right. And you, like the way you do your resume, if they talk about this and that, yeah. you, you got to match. So it's kind of like yeah. the same concept, but now for okay. your personalized videos and blogs and then you can now so now those youtube clips you got you can now put those links into your blog people can read it's a 250 words right 250 words quick and before you know it people are watching your videos and that's how all these blogs be picking up all this news and that's how they now end up watching videos and then they go personalize it and find it on their phones stream it on their laptops it just becomes revolutionary so you gotta right. hit them on the all angles, but you gotta know where right. they are and how to you know. You have to know where those angles are, yeah. Exactly. So, like right now, what do you see on your platform that 
you want to change, alter, or adjust? I think my main thing that I I, I didn't realize that I was I I had to do was become more active and 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 more uh, yeah become more interactive on my social media. So I find that even with YouTube and and like with Instagram, I just want to post things and then go. Like I don't even want to be like, hey guys, like my video, give this a thumbs up. Like I find myself like that's such a force. Like that's something that I. I feel like, oh, why do I have to tell them? Like, they should naturally want right. to do it. I don't want to push them. I don't want to be too pushy. Even on Instagram, like, I'll just post whatever I have to post and go. Like, I'm not like, like my picture. Or you, and something, sometimes, you know, I see with other YouTubers, is like, oh, giveaways. And, you know, making sure. And I know that brings a lot of content or collaboration, which I, I didn't even think about until one girl on my Instagram, she was like, hey, I'm from Houston. I would love to do and I'm like, oh wow, like that's another great way to build, you know, you know, some type of recognition for myself. But I, I don't think that far, and so I think I love YouTube because I just really want to tap into my creative side, and I haven't had any platform throughout my whole life besides music. But even with the music, when I was in college or when I was, you know, at church, it's very, you know, centered around Christ and like very faith-based. There's really not much creativity that I can do or that I knew to do. So this is the first time where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do something. I can build, you know, this portfolio of myself and present it to a whole bunch of people the way I want to do it. Yeah. But I didn't understand. I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm realizing like, I'm going to have to put in some backwards, some backbone work that's not just going into editing and creating this, you know, portfolio, but also promoting it and doing it in a way that's not too pushy and not too um, obnoxious. And one person that I really like that I'm, you know, I'm starting to, like, get a lot of, uh, what's the word, a lot of, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to get a lot of their influence from is Lydia Dinga. She's on YouTube and she is probably the most relaxed, so relatable because she's also African and she's a young black woman on YouTube and she's doing her thing. Like she went from working full time at like some desk job and now she's a full time YouTuber traveling, living her best life. And I'm watching how she's interacting with her um, followers and like it's not forced. She's very lighthearted. She's super funny, but she's also putting out content, putting up a lot of polls, making her. She responds to every single DM. Like the amount of times I DM'd her, y'all, you would think I was I was her best friend. And then I also have to understand like that also means like you know communicating with the followers, not just putting content out and being interactive without you know like speaking to them. Like, it means, and I don't know. I don't. I guess I'm not. I didn't realize. That also comes with it too. So. Yeah, because yeah. my how I'm looking at it though is more like the stuff you're telling them and you're showing them. If you put that in a blog format, transcribe it into like a little piece and give them the ingredients, they will always mm -hmm. come back because you're giving them free information that they can go buy. Right. And then they'll come right. back and be like, "What else did you cook?" And then before yeah. you know it, you be, you get a friend, you get a fan. And then you start to create that bond. 
and that's when you know and that's when people organically want to be around because they know that they're going to get something in return for their time right exactly that's the goal is i want people to feel like they're getting something in return for them watching this video right clicking on this link or yeah that's the goal and I think the the next step for you, because you're already doing it so well on YouTube, you just gotta put that into a website. But you can do it in yeah, two ways. I agree. Okay. You can either start with doing a website, which is gonna be the hub for all your videos, all your interactions, and then okay. we can talk about like how you can integrate it into so many other platforms that will make your work right. so much easier because at this point you want to be the person that if you're going out and you're on your instagram you want to be social you want to talk back to them right yeah if you want to talk back to them one quick way would be to be like okay i'll go to target i'll get a 25 dollar gift card and you put out something that people can be like oh okay you know they can buy groceries with this or they can buy your recipe with this something that is tailored for you and they can see it and it's not like it's not about how much it is it could be 100 it could be five but at the end of the day when they see the value and know that oh if i be on this channel this is what i can get this is what i I can learn you never know what somebody is gonna ask you until they know about something right and then when they know about it they'll be more inquisitive and then they want to be like okay let me be more curious and figure out how i can get my bearing and when you find it you want to do more you want to explore and some people especially in america the food that we cook from back home they want to learn it but you're not going to find it from a restaurant you're going to eat it but you're not going to learn it and of course you can find it you're not going to learn it right you're not and you're probably going to be on youtube and seeing other people do it but there's a difference between somebody showing you and watch and and right and then if you have an email fan base and you give them a pdf magazine or something in return and say hey this is a holiday um giveaway and everybody gets their emails before you know it you have a list of people yeah yeah like a list of people to not like a fan base, but a list of people to start with. Exactly. Communicate with. Communicate yeah. with. And then your YouTube just starts to grow because you're always going to have stuff there. And now right. you build it. And then the second thing is LinkedIn. LinkedIn? LinkedIn wow. has... I'm actually about to do an episode on the power of LinkedIn next after this episode. Okay. Because... In the span of a week, in actually, this is what I was thinking. Last week, I wanted to do episode four and five, but I told myself, okay. let me give myself a break and just let okay. it simmer and actually go into okay. LinkedIn. And crazy, okay. me just thinking out of the blue to just do that, not with any intention. Now I have 5,000 um, followers on LinkedIn. I've never used them. And I've wow. been on LinkedIn for so many wow. years. And so you, yeah. You know, I've just been beefing up the profile, it's just just making it sure that it's up to date and it's current, and that's it. Okay. It's like a little Wikipedia okay. page, and I just kept building okay. it. And before you know it, within this past week, I've been able to talk to two people. One person wow. now we're that's a client. The second person wow. is somebody who I actually reached out to, and I was looking at the message thread today, and I was like, "This is crazy." 
that's the, the person who I was talking to that gave me her email address because I said I want to email her a pitch. She, I reached out to her in 2018 and she read the message and didn't respond. And, <laughs> and this is 2020 and she put out a post on LinkedIn and I went in straight to the comment section and I talked about it. She liked it. She responded. We talked. I went back to the inbox forgetting two years ago that I had sent her, you know what I'm saying? And I quickly said, Hey, this is a business question. Can I be able to do this? She sent her email address. Then I looked up and I was like, wait a minute. So I talked to her two years ago, but she would not think about that or remember, but that's not a business. So I went straight into that shark mode and I now said, okay, this is what we're going to do. So LinkedIn literally gives you the key (laughs) to the room because you have all these people and you can have an article as good as a blog on your website so if you have both or you have either or you are definitely going to get into groups and one big thing right now is facebook groups linkedin groups if you go on facebook yeah if you go on groups and type anything that relates to what you do post your link there just keep posting it keep posting it keep sharing it that's actually pretty good yeah you know what i mean some 100,000 members somebody will see it eventually and the good thing is that you posted it so if it goes viral if anything happens it was there Yeah, LinkedIn. I've been studying LinkedIn for a while and I've just been like, what is what is behind this LinkedIn? Because I know people are getting things done. People are getting jobs from LinkedIn. People are getting things. It's not, you know, and it's free. So I was like, let me go into this thing and study it. So now I've realized articles is a power to your source because that this same client that I was talking to that I was actually friends with two, um, last year that I was working with happened to be on my LinkedIn page and saw my article and reached out to me. And I was like, oh, because I was doing my podcast and I was doing, I was transcribing and putting on a blog format. So for people to know that there's something that exists, you got to put it out right. there because nobody's going to go to my podcast. What are they going to find or search or type? Right. So right. I got to, yeah. how would they know? Yeah. Right. So, so when when are you trying to post that one? Working to that one. That one is gonna be done today because this okay. this is happening right now, and as soon as this is done, I'm going straight into the next episode. So this is gonna be like the okay. like like the inter like intermission, you know, like okay, okay, back into podcast mode, and I'm now we're talking, okay. and then. From here, now that I've talked about LinkedIn, it just brings a whole new episode and talks about everything because I have all the points everything. down. And now I'll yeah. give you the breakdown, things from your profile, how it should look. If you need a how profile, look, a, right. literally you, how you re- put your resume there. If you've worked somewhere, you got to find it. If it's not there, find out why. Like <laughs> there's so okay. much you can do and it just expands your connection because you're literally giving somebody a digital print of who you are without you telling them and they can figure out whether they want to talk to you or not because they've seen your profile so if you've gone to you've gone to the schools in australia you've been here you've done this you've done that they're not even gonna question they'll be like this girl is doing her thing she knows what she's talking about and that's a quick conversion you don't have to convince them because you're already talking it's like it doesn't work for you exactly 
So I'm gonna talk more about that. And so good. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. This is that's how I've been just building this because another thing I'm I'm really big on is <laughs> the word is like narrow marketing and lead automation and those two words just talk yeah lead automation where you're able to get contacts and leads that's name phone numbers email addresses from people in facebook using an ad and how it's done is people throw ads and spend money but there's a way to spend money on an ad Exactly. You don't want to spend twenty dollars and you get five hundred likes. And then nobody's looking, nobody's at, looking buying. at buying right. anything, right? So there's a difference when you now use um, a platform. And the platform I use, I talked about it in one of my episodes. It's called Constant Contact. Constant Contact. And when you go to constantcontact.com, you set up your account, you log in, you do. It's like Mailchimp, but Constant contact literally gives you the key to everything because that's where you're able to do Google um, leads. If you have a website, you can literally advertise your website through that platform. It connects it to your Facebook. So you don't have to go through Facebook to do a post. So they're going to do it for you. And then they have all the metrics. Who are you targeting? I did a, I actually did a test this last month and i was like this is crazy because i've always wondered how do people get email addresses from ads because that's what people need for email marketing so they can you know promote their products and stay consistent because email marketing is number one there's mobile marketing and there's email marketing but if you want to do mobile marketing there's an app called avocado a-v-o-c-h-a-t-o it looks like an avocado it's on the app store <laughs> yeah okay. it's, it's really nice you get a separate number it's like having a google voice number but it's different where okay. you just operate differently and then you pay a subscription fee that's if you're doing it for business purposes and you have like contacts right. and you have people talking to you and you have like three thousand numbers all you got to do is just tell them to just go in there and it locks it in and then once it locks it in you can upload the contacts if you're getting anything from a spreadsheet it's very friendly but now instead of using avocado for mobile you can now just do it straight from constant contact which i just got to know recently so now with that one you also have something called facebook leads and that lead automation i talked about is where you can literally have a specific time and frame of how much you want to spend within a set budget so people don't know how much to spend on an ad and that's the first problem the ideal figure and this is according to different studies and research and i've also done my part and i've seen the the, like the sweet number if you spend six dollars 25 cents a day if you multiply six dollars 25 cents a day times 30 you get that's times times 30 that's in a month that's 187 dollars 50 cents so let's say you have a 200 dollar budget and you put it for an ad for a month and you put that money into that facebook lead automation or google or you split the cash and you know you can do both when you do that that's when it's really really going to show 
and you to be beneficial for you and you start seeing people contacting and they'll leave their email addresses and before you know it you have a whole store wow okay so those are the things that you you can think about because when you're building your instagram when you're building your youtube you have your linkedin you have your blogs don't forget about advertising because like you yeah, know how instagram now yeah. they're big on if you don't have an ad you your post is seen by at least 10 percent of your followers now so you don't get as many likes like you used to so if you have an ad that is specific to what you do on your page as one but it's coming from a completely different source people can see it outside your page so it's now treated okay. as an as a different entity as a third party but people can still okay. access you and you can get the right people so i did an ad yeah i did an ad for one month and i got about 101 um contacts i didn't talk to okay. one person and those 101 people were in the area that i chose <laughs> you know the interest the age yeah. group if it's male female right. and it gives you those people and it tells you how much you scored i scored like an eight out of ten okay. So if it it, okay. it it shows you what you're doing because you also need to know what you're doing to get the results. So of course, right, and that's where like we now come in. So if you have those questions or if you want to do a test, we can run those things and say, okay, I have this a special video that we can use to promote, and then just see what happens to your numbers. And if your numbers reflect okay. and you see a difference, you'll be like, oh, okay, I might do a little bit more, or I'll do a little less awesome. when I'm ready. Wow then you can right. you can make your decision wow i did not know about and that's another thing like i think education as well and like knowing like what resources, what resources can i use and because there's so many resources it's like what resources is right for me and what resources is going to be right and like you said with the ads but what ads do I need to do and put out that are going to be beneficial? There's so many ads and there's so many ways to do it, but which way is going to be beneficial for me? And I think taking the time to figure that out and do research on it will help me a lot. Um, yeah. And I think this podcast too has opened me up to how serious it, it is and like how much free as well. I know there's things that will cost, but like you said, even LinkedIn. But those are all still three platforms. And then when I am, um, you know, more ready to invest in those things, I can build a subscription base for it. Right. Go from there. Right. Because when you start having a fan base and you have people paying for stuff, like, mm. let's say you have a recipe or you have something that you can put out there on your website and people are paying for that. And it's uh, it's very inexpensive, you know, like... something that people can use to their benefit but you're at the same time you're building their their resource because you're not just doing this because you you cook great they would definitely want to taste your food and i'm sure you'd want to taste their food so maybe if they're in houston you can throw out an ad and say okay we're going to have this open market we're going to go to this venue we're going to do this and whoever comes right. out, we can cook and see how this works. And whatever recipe you're right. trying to present or promote, promote, yeah, 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 that's one. And that one can lead to a thousand because everybody wants right. to taste it. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And it just shows you how valuable it is. Like mm-hmm. you take it into so many different platforms. Like you said, you can do it on LinkedIn. You can do it on 
platform you can do so many different things with it yeah yeah this was so helpful wow you're welcome this is this is this is something that we gotta you know push out and let people know because when you try it and you see what happens you get amazed and it's yeah it's crazy how when we when we were trying to do the birth our birthday in like 2018 and you use the app hobnob Uh i used that app again for my birthday last year and it was a success so i'm like this this app is crazy it's amazing it's amazing i I use it for everything yeah so i just knew that if you're using the app right and the app is there for you and you're using it for Mm -hmm. whatever occasion you can definitely do it the right way and get the best out of it so and get the best out of it right so youtube is it so i know definitely when i do come um, we can sit down, talk about something, and, and clap. Properly, yes. Right. Then, by the time I you agree. get to a number of followers, you can say, "Hey, I want to get to the first th- first a thousand subscribers." Boom. Second a thousand. You know, before you know it, you're right. just getting hits. And then, whatever you've put out in the past, people are still watching it because it's still valuable. Watching it. Right. Okay. That's what I also want too. Yeah. <sighs> and I think I just need to also like investing like the proper computer equipment like I know that I don't need like um I don't need light yet or I don't need a microphone yet but I do need a good computer for storage and like editing and stuff so those are all things I I think a part of me is also I started my YouTube channel now just to you know get me in the hang of it get me you know comfortable with the camera get me comfortable with speaking on camera and like how I, how do I want to edit like at first I, like one of my first videos I kind of like have long stretches of videos because I didn't know that I could like cut off at certain times and like it, it's just interesting like I think now I'm like learning I'm, as I'm posting I'm still learning and I'm still growing and I want it to get to the point where when I do have a thousand subscribers I'm I feel confident with my editing and my video style if that makes sense yeah um so definitely when you come, we'll sit it all down and put it in writing because I have to have it in writing as well. And I'll take some notes and stuff. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. It's a plan. This is great. Yeah, this has been a, this is like the first um, official um, podcast episode I'm doing like this. And I want to do more because this opens up a lot of conversation. Yeah, you get to talk to a lot more people. Yeah, that's true. Is there anything else you want to know, or I missed out? Um, no, I think a lot of my questions now are, you know, like I said, the ones that I would want to ask in person, where I can like really put your brain in stuff. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I feel like I learned so much. That's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. There's so much that I want to see happen with media and just content because content is king and consistency is queen. So, you know, you got to make sure that it's 
they're packed together and the tighter right. they are together the longer they can withstand the pressure the longer the, yeah i agree i agree yeah I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens in your next episodes. What you got coming up Thank next? <laughs> What's next? What's coming up for everybody? I think the next thing I want to tackle is a vlog. So, um, I tried to do a vlog like a couple weeks ago, but like I said, because I don't have the right storage equipment, like by the time I got all of the videos on the phone and on the laptop, it just crashed and burned. And so... I need to that, but that's definitely like the next thing that I want to tackle is, you know, vlogging and you know what type of vlogs. And I think that's essentially where I want to go. I love vlogs, and I definitely want to get into it. So, okay, that'll probably be the next one. Yeah. Okay, you can do a vlog series on like a recipe that is that's something you like that you can use different samples to create the same thing right and uh-huh. and then use I that as a collection yeah yes and like a fear yeah exactly so it's more concentrated and people are more attentive and it's like you missed step three you got to go back so it's very yeah. continuous yeah and like putting groups of videos together so yeah. that it all makes sense and it all tells like a story yes it does what's your favorite thing to cook I think my favorite thing to cook would probably be my favorite thing to eat which is pasta uh-huh. um, and you know like I every time at the house we were always cooking pasta there's always some type of pasta and there's so much versatility in pasta and like so many things you can make healthy pasta you can make the cheesiest meatiest pasta you can ever think of so mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite thing to cook um as far as like oh man I don't like baking because baking is very hard and it, it, it never turns out the way I want it to as oh. far as from scratch but one time you know me and B made um homemade cinnamon rolls and that came out surprisingly really good but um okay I think my favorite thing would be anything savory anything that has to I love to cook period and so anything that has me in the kitchen with onions and garlic I'm there if it has to do with flour and eggs and butter and milk and sugar yeah um, that's the icing on the cake that's another story mm-hmm do you have a favorite spice that you can't like not allow to be parsley. missing? It needs to be. It has to parsley, and it's so funny because we will always say it don't taste like nothing. But <laughs> if I don't have it in the food, I will not eat it. I, I, my, it's like my food will be so bland. Um. So yeah, my favorite spice would be. I always I said in my first video it has to be a, a like a concoction of onion powder or onion granules, garlic powder, and parsley. Like, those are, you need them. You need them. Yeah. Why do you need them for people who probably don't know what they eat? Um, I feel like it is, and this is, and this is also something that is very, like, cultural, very, like, um, 
pertains to the Nigerian culture, but you know Maggie, right? Yeah. Like, Norkies, like, they have a distinct taste, and every time you put them in something, it, it riches it, it makes it, you know, deep and dark and very, like, good, and I think that's what um, onions and garlic and parsley do, like, when those flavors marry together, like, they just, it adds that extra depth of flavor that the, even if it's like un, actual onions and actual garlic, sometimes if I don't have those seasonings, but I have those vegetables, even the parsley, like, I'm happy. I wouldn't even need the seasonings if I had fresh parsley and garlic. And oh. Right. So it's, it's really the, the marriage of all of those ingredients that, any any place any chef will tell you those are like the base of a lot of ingredients, and I think that's what it is. There, it's a good base to start off with. It can make any vegetable. I don't like vegetables, but if it has onion and garlic and parsley in it, I'll eat it. Onion, garlic, and parsley. Okay. Onion, garlic, and parsley, and even now they have this garlic and parsley salt already mixed together. Wow. You don't even need to Where do they sell it at? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to find that too. Wow. Yeah. And then I think also another underrated, um, another underrated seasoning or spice is ginger. And even in the Nigerian culture, I feel like it's not, you never hear of a Nigerian ginger in their food. My mom used but, to talk about ginger a lot. Really? With what though? In respect to what? <sighs> when it came to food, it wasn't really a part of the recipe. But it was in the house when it dealt with a lot of liquids. So Or sicknesses or trying to get Yeah. But with yeah. food I've never really seen like I don't know. I, I haven't seen that completely. I I really got into it when I was in Australia and it's it's very common in a lot of Asian dishes and like stir fries and okay. soups and all that stuff. But I started getting into like really trying to make Nigerian food less oily and uh, <laughs> less, you know, uh, greasy. Yeah. And um, I got into, you know, like, what other flavors can I add that, you know, I like in other cultures, which is like ginger or cumin from like Indian culture or um, paprika from like Spanish culture. There's so many other flavors that I'm like, mm, this would actually work really well with my garlic, onion, and parsley, or this would actually really work well with this type of spice, and so um, I use it a, a, I use it a lot when I have it, I forget that I, you know, I forget, when it runs out, I don't remember to get it, but when I do have it, I love it, mm. so it's not like a necessity, but it, it does, it does add a little kick. Okay, okay, nice, definitely that's something that I want to try, because when you don't know about it, you just keep buying what you think you know. What you know. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Because you go to a store and you see all these spices and you can't use all of them, but you don't know any of them if you don't really learn or or exactly. research. Oh, yeah. Nobody takes the time to like put a little bit on their finger and taste it, you know, like, and uh, unless you're like a food fanatic and you travel around the world and eat food, like, 
you will never probably sometimes be able to experience those flavors. So I think that's another reason why people love watching cooking videos and cooking channels is because it invites you into a world sometimes you wouldn't even think about um, diving into. So and you need yeah. it. And you need it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Ha. I can't wait to see what people, you know, talk about and, you know, their questions because it would be nice yeah. to also have people ask you back what you do and, you know, that will lead up to other conversations that you probably don't exactly. even know. And then yeah, that could exactly. influence your cooking, influence your taste, influence your, yeah. you know, imagination. So mm-hmm. it's endless right now. And there's so many cuisines you can you can cook from. So definitely this is something that um we can put into video format blog format and you can end up doing podcasts like this and talk to other people and and before you know it you have a network right yeah i feel like that's so thinking outside that's what you're good for and that's what i'm like i'm very grateful for having good close friends that um, are in that type of business school. It's not just you. Also, at Ashley, you know, like, she started her own podcast. Um, yeah. And I feel like... Shout out to Amina. Shout out to Amina. Um, and I feel like uh, she's amazing at, like, you know, being creative and, like, showing, you know, showing different avenues of being creative. Not just, it's not just YouTube and Instagram every day. There's yeah. so many other platforms and ways to do it I think she just had like a vision board party or something and you know those are things I know that people do but I forget that um that's something that you could do so yeah I'm trying to figure out the exact name oh yeah it's creatively culture that's her podcast yes if you guys want to go and check her out yeah it's great content great energy amazing content and great energy yeah real that's that's a great platform that you can also listen to and know how to you know put your path in the light because sometimes you it's so simple but it's so complicated but you make it complicated because you don't want to understand the simple fact right the simplicity of it yeah yeah that's the main key out there that's the main key. So yeah, definitely let's let's keep talking, let's keep growing, let's keep connecting. If you have any questions, just do let me know. And if you have any ideas, you can bounce it off my way and we can see what to do. Because now I'm just thinking if you start doing them in little bits and now your episodes come in collections, put them in playlists get to a point mm-hmm. where you can now put them all together and pitch it because you already have like right. a five season show right so like that's the goal mm-hmm, yeah. that's the goal so right now like my last question would be like what is your next step after this like January's ending we're going into February what is your next goal I think my goal is to start to
Are you there? Sorry, I, I missed you for a second. Can you hear me? Okay, now I can. Sorry, I think my AirPods just died. Um, oh. But I really want to venture into um, conversations and like conversations with women, conversations with black women, conversations with all types of women, conversations about relationships. I love talking about relationships and that, like I said, not just relationships between like you and your partner, but relationships siblings and parents and um, a relationship with yourself as well and so my I think what I envision for my overall goal with at least starting a YouTube is being someone that people can come to when they need you know more answers or more um, or like help with you know understanding you know people in their lives and understanding relationships I'm not saying that I haven't figured it out, but I do have a lot to, you know, give. And so that's my main goal is eventually it's cute with all the rods and the beauty stuff. And, but I really want to get to a point where I can have conversations kind of like the ABC that I have on my IGTV. But, you know, yeah. make it more so that it's kind of like counseling maybe, but not in that such restricted or you know the stigma that comes with counseling um yeah. very you know open and that so that men can ask questions as well um about women so yeah that's pretty much my goal nice nice i can't wait to see that happen it's gonna it's gonna be and i can't wait to catch up with you too because you got a lot to catch up on yeah we do Definitely, I'll be there on a Tuesday like this. I'll be, I'll be there. So it's gonna okay, be, perfect. it's gonna be great. All right. All right. Perfect. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. <laughs> bye. Say bye to everybody that listened to you actually before you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll tell them bye. I'm still in the car though. Okay, and then this is also on the podcast, so if you want to shout out to anybody or say anything before you go, you can say it now. The floor is yours. I don't need to shout nobody out except Jesus. <laughs> Facts. <That's it. laughs> Period. <laughs> I already shouted out one to shout out. Hey. <laughs> That's lit. Okay. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, favorite. Thank you so much for having me on here. You're welcome, Ashley. You're welcome. Bye. That was great. That was amazing. So, you've heard it all. Go check out Ashley's podcast. Check out Ashley's YouTube. Check out Ashley's show. Check out Ashley's Instagram because all these things are going to be coming very soon. You know, it's it's growth. And when you start to grow like this, it takes a whole different turn. So that was your host, Flav Beats. And that was Ashley Egbo. Check out her channel. Check her out on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. And definitely connect with her. There's so much you can learn from her. There's so much value in content, information, and growth. And that's beneficial to you because... 
We all need it. I need it. So you can rewind. You can fast forward, but definitely catch these notes down and put them down and make sure they work for you because they will work for you if you put your mind to it. So with that being said, I'm out. It's your boy Flay Beats and check out for episode four because we're about to start tonight about the power of LinkedIn. Check us out later. Talk to you later. Peace.